everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Gust, and this is That's All Pod. I am excited to be here. And if you are watching this, welcome. This is the first time I'm recording the podcast with video. So if you're watching it on video, here's my face. Do you love it? Thank you. I don't pay too much attention. I put zero makeup on and I was like, you know what? We are recording video today. It is what it is. We're doing it. So if you're just listening, it's the same as normal. Hope you're loving it either way. Anyway, we have lots of life updates this week and we also have a fucking jam-packed episode. So we are going over all of my travel tips. And when I say all of them, everything I could think of from like planning the trip, going on the trip, doing it solo, doing it with friends, road trips, flights, how to book it, like literally as many possible things as I could come up with. Um, and I have a feeling this might be a two-parter. So if you feel like this did not, uh, if I didn't finish it, we'll see. I'm just going to start recording and we'll see how long this lasts. If I can fit all in one episode. Awesome. If not, it might be a two-parter. We'll see. But I feel like we need to start with my life updates, AKA my recap of my trip. Guys, you last I talked to you about life updates was I mean, it was like two weeks ago technically I recorded and it was the episode with Abby and it was great but I didn't really do many life updates because our episode and our interview was so long so I feel like we haven't like chatted and like gotten nitty-gritty life updates lately so let's talk about my trip I just went to California okay so I went out there for an elopement my couple flew me out there, which is the most iconic, amazing thing ever. Like having a job that people literally fly me across the country to do. Fucking awesome. So fucking cool. I'm so grateful, like beyond grateful for that. And so I was like, you know what? If I And they booked me like two weeks before. So I was like, if I'm going to San Diego, like we're making a trip out of this. We were making a whole little solo trip. And if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a lot of like daily stories and whatever of my trip and I had so many people asking me about travel tips and how I get my Airbnbs for cheap and how I travel alone and just everything travel and I've been wanting to do a travel tips episode for so long but I'm like I wanted to make sure that I had all the info that I wanted to talk about like I want to make sure I was like seasoned enough you know and especially solo travel this is my second big trip solo I do tons of smaller trips solo and like fly solo but typically if I'm flying solo I end up with other people um and I know I have a lot of friends especially in the industry that they tend to fly solo and then they like meet up with people but this is like the second big trip maybe third I, guess. I don't know I've done a handful of big trips where I like fly so- solo do the entire trip solo whatever so that's what I did flew to San Diego and <laughs> I shit went wrong guys I had an amazing trip but the last day shit went wrong and so I'm gonna dig into that and then w- I'm also gonna break down like why it went better than it could have if I didn't have myself set up for success and just like how I handled it because the thing with traveling is that shit is going to go wrong whether it's this trip or next trip or th- 10 trips from now something big will go wrong and I feel like this is the biggest thing that's like happened that I've had to deal with and it was it was my fault um it was my fault and I think that the cool part about traveling is like learning so much about yourself especially when you go by your go solo you just you have to figure out everything on your own and it's very it's very freeing like it's very I don't know I love it so before we get into the tips went to San Diego I flew in on like a Wednesday afternoon. So my flight left at 5 a.m. last Tuesday. Uh, terrible, but worth it because by the time I got there and like had the time change, it was only noon. So like that was great. I was exhausted, but it was great. Um, so I got into San Diego on yeah Wednesday. My elopement was on Thursday at Sunset Cliffs. And so the Airbnb I ended up getting, one thing to know about me, we already probably know, I do everything last minute. I'm a procrastinator and I hate commitment. So maybe that's three things to know about me, but I don't like planning in advance and that's how I travel. That is just how I, I travel. I booked this Airbnb for the, I booked two nights in San Diego. So Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then I was going to leave Friday morning from San Diego for the rest of my trip. And I booked that Airbnb like a couple days before. It was like one of like five left. Who cares? It's how I work. It's how I roll. If you are somebody who likes to plan in advance, that's fine. Do that that's just not me 
Um, and so flew in on Wednesday, got there like noon, got my rental car, and then I got groceries. And I'm going to skip my piece about the rental car and save it for later because I want you guys, I want to talk about it later when I'm talking about rental cars. So then I shot my elopement on Thursday and then checked out lots of cool coffee shops. And I'm going to do a blog post on that. So stay tuned for that um, on my favorite coffee shops. But I know like one of my favorites was Moniker General in San Diego. It was in like Liberty, Liberty Station, which is like Loma Portal area. So good breakfast sandwich, coffee. Absolutely wonderful. I got the Hawaiian latte. Delightful. Um, so yeah, I like to just check out coffee shops. That's like my thing when I like, when I travel and I just like to do a little bit of work and all that good stuff. So then I shot my elopement Friday, Thursday, the most stunning. We went to Sunset Cliffs. Stunning. Like absolutely iconic. The coolest couple. Literally, I only, I was supposed to work from like three to seven after we got back to the Airbnb at like seven. I stayed till like almost 10 because I was just having fun. Like we were just chilling, hanging out. I was laughing my ass off with their family. Like coolest fucking job. I swear to just hang out with people. Okay, cool. I'll take it. Um, and so then Friday morning, I checked out of my Airbnb and I had about no plans. Like all I knew was that I wanted to make it to Joshua Tree. I didn't know how long I wanted to be in Joshua Tree. I didn't know what I wanted to see. But I knew I wanted to like maybe drive up the coast. I talked about driving up to LA, but I was like, eh, I don't think I wanted to do that. Like whatever. Sorry. So Friday morning, checked out and um, went for a drive. And I was like, all right, let's go up to La Jolla. So I go up to La Jolla. I ended up sitting, I got there at like 11 noon or something. I ended up sitting there. Well, after I went to coffee shop, went to coffee shop, got breakfast, got a breakfast burrito, did a little bit of work, edited some photos, sent off sneaks, all that good stuff. Go sit at La Jolla. And I just sat there for like 45 minutes, just like watching the ocean. It was so calming, so amazing. And then I was like, all right, what is the plan tonight? Like I have no Airbnbs lined up. I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, okay, maybe I, I want to like go up to Encinitas. I want to go to Carlsbad. And so I walked around La Jolla for a little bit. Finally, it was like, I don't even know what time it was, like two, three, something like that. I was like, I better go. So I started driving up to Encinitas and I stopped there, took some pictures, went to the beach, all that good stuff. And then I ended up at Carlsbad Cliffs, like the beach there at sunset. And I just embraced the sunset. And for me, traveling is like experiences and just like, doing what makes me happy and what makes me happy is wandering coffee shops sunsets beach so I just do those things with no plan and really no I don't know behind it okay so at that point I was like I need an Airbnb when I was in La Jolla I was like messaging Airbnbs and again digging into more of this later but essentially I will typically message Airbnbs and at the last minute and see if like hey I see you have a room open tonight. Um, Want to trade photos for a night of stay or a discount on stay. Anyway, ended up snagging an Airbnb in Fallbrook, California, which is like outside of Temecula, which is like on the way to Joshua Tree in Palm Springs. And so I was like, scored this Airbnb, got there late on Friday night. So fucking cute. So nice. So, just so great. And so woke up there Saturday morning, took tons of content for them, tons of pictures of myself and... If you're traveling alone and you want pictures, I feel like this was the thing about like traveling alone is I always like hated. I was like, oh, I want like pictures because that's literally my job and I just love photos. Get the app Lens Buddy, number one. If you're just shooting on your phone and just want like iPhone photos of yourself, Lens Buddy, 10 out of 10. You literally just set it up and I have mine set to take, it'll take up to 100 photos at once and then it takes a photo every half a second, I think it is. And so I literally just like stand there, move around. Typically I'll like set it up and then just like go walk out, do the pose, look around, walk back. And it's so easy to do it like at least a little bit inconspicuously. Like if you're with a lot of people, I still just try to do it when I'm alone because <laughs> it's just easier. But 10 out of 10 recommend Lens Buddy if you don't have that. Anyway, so I got that Airbnb half off in exchange for pictures. And then I ended up going that Saturday morning went to Palm Springs spent the afternoon just like wandering around there taking photos and I was like all right gotta find an Airbnb did the same thing messaged a ton of Airbnbs ended up scoring one for one night free so I planned to stay in, in Joshua Tree from Saturday night until Monday morning so Saturday night make it to Joshua Tree 
check into my Airbnb. So fucking nice. I shared a TikTok of like a walkthrough of it. So nice. So, so, so nice. I'll, sh- I'm going to, there's going to be so many links in the show notes of this because I'm going to be linking a ton of stuff, but I'll link that Airbnb too because it was immaculate. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I need to go to drinks. I, I need to go get dinner. So I'm, I'm going to go out for dinner. It's a Saturday night. I feel like I need to like do something. So go out for drinks and dinner alone, obviously, in Joshua Tree. And I was like, all right, we're going to meet some people. We're going to hang out. Like, I love being alone and I love traveling alone, but it does get a little bit lonely. Like, especially if you're especially if you're traveling on a weekend and it's like a Friday night, Saturday night, and you're like, I want to like be hanging out with people. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to put myself in a situation where I can hang out with people. Because if I don't put myself in those situations, like I'm not, if I'm just sitting at my Airbnb complaining about it. What, what's that going to get me? So like, I need to put myself in a situation where I can meet people. I can chat with people. So I go to the Joshua Tree Saloon and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'll just going to spot the bar. So I sit at the bar and I'm like sitting across from like some like military guys. And I'm like, okay, but they look also look like they were like 20. Like they looked so young. And I get that I'm only 22. But, like, 20, 21-year-old, 22-year-old guys typically not really into it. So they looked very young. And I kept, like, making eye contact with one. And then he stood up and he ended up being, like, really short. And I was like, okay, not for me. Um, anyway, so I order food. I'm just sitting there chilling. I talked to some girls over at the bar who were, like, with a group, complimented their outfits, talked about the, her bag that she had, like, random shit like that. Then a guy comes up, probably in his, like, 40s or something, and he's like, hey, can I sit here? And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. We start chatting. We end up chatting for like an hour or so just the whole time we ate. I had a drink, like just hung out and just chatted. And it was so fun. Like it was so we like talked about his life. He, he realized that he loves hike or not hiking, climbing like a year ago. And so he literally like up and moved. He's been living in Joshua Tree for a few years now and he just loves it. And not not years. Oh, my God. Sorry. He's been living in Joshua Tree for a few months now and he's like here until may and he just like climbs every day and he got a like job just like for a few months and then just like lives out of his car it was just like so cool to just like connect with someone have like deep conversation we were talking about my job and like how cool it is that i'm like the get to be a part of like the biggest day of some people's lives and then like never see them like make such deep connections like i felt so connected to my couple in san diego and i'm like we are like besties like if we live closer like i would hang out with them all the time but, like, we don't. And then I just have to, like, be like, see ya. And it's not like we're not going to keep in touch. But it's just, like, it's kind of sad to, like, especially, like, make such deep connections with someone and then, like, never really see them again. And I feel like that's how it is when you're traveling, too. Like, I feel like I connected. I'm like, who is this guy? Like, I don't even, I don't remember his name. Like, could have followed him on Instagram. I don't know. But it was, it's, I feel like that stuff is so cool because you just get to, like, connect. They're, like, a part of your life. They're a piece of your story. But then you kind of, like, go your separate ways and keep living. But you, like will remember that moment i don't know i don't know it's really weird we got like very deep so it was really fun and then he left and i was like all right it's fine my time to go home so i went home to my airbnb and <laughs> okay if you <laughs> if you are a stressful a stressed out person or an anxious person probably don't listen to this part um but i've been chatting with this guy on tinder redownloaded tinder and hinge and i was chatting with this guy on tinder and he just seemed cool. And I was like, it was a Saturday night. It was only like 10 o'clock. I just gotten home and I'm like, I just want to like hang out with somebody. Like I'm feeling like kind of lonely. I'm not saying do this, but I'm not saying not do it. It's just what I did. Uh, and I was like, we we're chatting and he ends up coming over. Mind you, I vetted him. I knew that he was not a serial killer. Well, I didn't know that for a fact, but I was pretty sure he wasn't a serial killer. Made him send me a selfie with his live photos on. Like I was like taking every step to make sure he wasn't going to kill me. He comes over, super cool guy. Wasn't into him like romantically, but like it was just fun to hang out and chill and chat and get to know each other. And so he come came over at like 10:30 or something. <laughs> and we hung out for like an hour and a half and then I was like, "All right, I, I'm going to go to bed." And then I sent him home and then that was it. Like he literally drank a, a glass of wine and I just sat there and drank water and we watched new girl and literally just chatted about life. And I think that that was fun. Like, it was just a fun little, like, let's chat. Let's just not be alone by ourselves. And then that was it. So I did that. If that, if that stresses you out to have a random Tinder boy over, I'm sorry. But I did what I did. And it's over and I'm alive, so it's fine. And if that stresses you out, then the rest of the story is probably going to stress you out even more. And the next day, I'm in, still in Joshua Tree. Basically just spent the day, like, 
taking pictures in the Airbnb because I was trading again for a free night for pictures. I'm like taking pictures, taking self-portraits. I went to Joshua Tree Coffee, sat and did some work, just kind of like fucking around. And like that's all while I did on Sunday. Just had some fun doing really nothing. And then Monday, Monday was going to be my last morning in Joshua Tree. And so I woke up and I had to check out my Airbnb. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drive around. And I had a shoot lined up that night with some models in the national park and so i was like i'm just gonna drive around probably drive through the park again oh and sunday night i went and watched the sunset prettiest sunset i've ever seen keys point view or keys view or something in joshua tree it's like high up like i think it's like the highest point in the park quite literally the most amazing sunset i've ever seen in my entire life it felt like i was in heaven the photos i took the videos i took are insane um but then monday i was like i'm gonna drive through the park again and i wanted to record this podcast episode (laughs) because i was like oh i want to get it done it's only monday then i'll be up by friday whatever and so I was like, maybe I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to get in the car. I had sat at Starbucks um, and got some work done. And then I'll, it was like noon. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to the park. It's like 10 minutes to the entrance, whatever. And I was in 29 Palms. And so I go into the park and I'm like, I'm just going to drive around until I find somewhere like I want to hike a little bit. And then I was like, I think I'm just going to record the podcast in my car. Like, I feel like that would be like a good vibe to just like sit in the car, record, but like be in nature a little bit. And so I get in the car, driving to Joshua Tree, and I'm just driving, and I had not come in this entrance yet, and because so, I had entered in Joshua Tree before, and then I was entering in 29 Palms instead, which is like 20 minutes away. So I enter the park, and I'm like driving through, and my main tip when you're traveling is just listen to your gut. Listen to your gut always. Like, your gut is right, and if you like are in tune with that, listen to it. Don't listen to your anxiety, but like listen to your gut, and like if you don't, you just try to find the difference and like listen to your gut. So I'm, I'm driving and like I said, I want to find somewhere like, like not with, with not a lot of people around. And the two places I went to park where there, were no, where there was nobody around, I was just like, ah, no, I'll just keep driving. Uh, and I was like, I know Skull Rock. I, I kind of wanted to see that. I was like, that's up here a little bit. Like, I'll just keep driving. And I just like, for some reason, I felt like I should keep driving. So I keep driving and then I end up at Skull Rock and at Skull Rock, there's like, it like goes off on the sides. And so it like opens up a little bit more for like places to park. And so I'm like, all right, I'll just park here. And I put the car in park. And the plan was just to get out, take a picture of Skull Rock, maybe walk around a little bit. But there's a ton of people, ton of people, ton of cars, like super busy. And it's in the middle, like middle of the park. So no self, no cell service, mind you. So I pull over and I like, I had a push to start rental car. And I go to hit like the stop. And I, like for a second, my hand like hovered over the like stop button. And I was like, why would I, why would I? not shut off the car like I just got somewhere I need to shut off the car so like for a split second I like had that gut feeling not to shut it off and I shut it off and as I shut it off I'm like wouldn't that be crazy if I like didn't have the keys and I like reach in my fan air in my belt bag and I don't feel the keys where I kept putting them and I was like <laughs> like I'm sure they're they like fell like whatever so I was like I'll just restart the car and then I know that they're in here I go to restart the car the car won't start I'm like okay 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 cool 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 try to restart the I like try like 10 times it won't start and it, it's popping up and saying key not detected key not detected and I'm like no fucking way no fucking way double check my phone no service and I'm like okay not really sure how to solve this I need a second and something else about me is I really because I travel alone so much and because I'm like I would say pretty independent I don't like asking for help I really like to just solve every problem on my own even if it takes me an extra two hours I want to do it on my own I don't want to ask someone I don't want to look weak that's a problem I probably need to figure out in therapy I don't know but I don't like to ask for help and I'm like I can figure this out on my own it's not a big deal it's not a big deal and again I know myself I lose things I'm a lo- I'm a forgetful losing person like I just lose everything and especially my keys you know how many times I've lost my car keys and then I find them and they're in my back pocket or something or my bag and so I'm like what's well, I'm not gonna freak out like there's no reason to freak out I will figure this out trying to start trying to start it still not starting I dig around the front seat. I dig around the back seat. I dig around everywhere. And the thing was, I knew I walked. I was in Starbucks. I walked out of Starbucks. I unlocked the car. I started. The, I got in. I started the car and I left. And I had not been out of my car yet either. So like when I'm like getting to the point where I'm like, I don't know if I have my keys with me because I know that you can start the car, drive away. And then once you turn it off, you can't start the car again. So I'm like, what if my keys are in the Starbucks parking lot? And I'm like, okay, that's like 20 minutes away. Okay. But there's no service. So it's not like I can like call an Uber. There's nothing. I'm going to have to like talk to people. I'm going to have to figure this out. And at that point, I'm like, all right, it's, you got to go talk to somebody. So I like, there's these girls like right outside my car 
and they're like my age and i was like hey like any chance you have cell service and like no sorry and i was like okay like no worries just figure i'd ask just trying to figure something out i didn't really go into any details then i like get back in my car and i'm just sitting there and i'm like i don't know what to do like i I don't know what to do i i am stumped this is new (laughs) this is not a problem i faced before i don't know what to do so i end up um there's a car behind me parked and they're like maybe like 60 year old dudes sitting in the front seat and i'm like they look like they could know something. They look like they could be helpful. So I walked up. They're starting to get out of their car. And I said, hi, I have a really random question. Any chance you have cell service? And they both kind of laughed. And they're like, yeah, no, absolutely not. And I was like, okay, no worries. And they're like, why? And I was like, well, long story short, I don't, I think my car keys are at Starbucks. And they were like, okay, tell us more. So I like go into detail explaining the thing. And they're like, are you sure you don't have them? We go, we go through the whole thing. And I'm like, dude, if the car keeps saying no key detected, like I feel like it's not here. And I'm like, I've, du- I've tore apart my car. I don't know what to do. And um, I was just like, but again, I don't want to like inconvenience anyone. They're like, the most we could do is maybe offer you a ride into Joshua Tree because that's where we're on our way to. And then we'd come back around to 29 Palms. So, like that just seemed like it was going to take a long I was like, I don't want to derail your day. I don't want to disrupt your day. Like I will 100% figure this out. This is my problem. I'm not trying to put my issues on a stranger. And I was like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate your help, but you're good. Like go on with your day. So they leave. So I start wandering around a little bit. I'm like, I got to I got to find some, I'm going to have to hitchhike. I was like, at this point, the only option I have is to get somewhere with cell service so that I can like call Hertz, figure out what to do about a lost car key, like figure out how to move forward from this. So I walk past this van and there's like tons of van lifers that I like in California. I walk past this van. I see a guy and it looked like they're like dog and a girl sitting in there. I was like, God, they look they look nice. (laughs) They look nice. So I walk by once and kind of like glance and then I walk back and I stop and I'm like, Hey, random question. He's like, yeah, what's up? And I was like, so long story short, I think I lost my car keys. Anyway, you're going into 29 Palms anytime soon. Essentially they had not been into 29 Palms, so they didn't know where that was. And they're like, how far is it? And I was like, it's like 20 minutes. I was like, if you're not like, no worries at all. I just figured I'd ask you guys look nice. Like I just need to see if my car keys are there because I'm locked out of my car or I'm I'm not locked out, but like, I don't have my keys. And they were like, maybe they're like, we're just chilling. Like, go around and like, see if you can find somebody else. Like, come back in like 20 minutes. And if you can't, like, we definitely will. And I was like, okay, no worries. Like, I really don't want to inconvenience you. It's fine. So I like go back to my car. I'm like standing there drinking my water. And I like, I know I just look so dumb because I'm like so anxious. But I'm like holding it together because I'm like, it's fine. I'll figure this out. And then he like walks back over. And he's like, hey, get in. Like, let's go. And I was like, thank you so much. Everyone that's heard of this story thinks I'm a psycho for hitchhiking. But what are you going to do? Like, please tell me what you would have done in that situation when you don't have when you don't have cell service. Like, you don't you can't Google anything. You can't call Hertz. You can't call a tow. You cannot call any. You can't call your dad to figure out what the fuck to do. Like, there is nobody that you can contact. It is all within your own brain and the people around you. And so for me, I was like, I got a hitchhike. That that is the only way I feel like I can solve this. And so hitch me a ride. Super sweet couple. They were road tripping from Florida to their new house in Lake California and their new jobs and whatever. And so they take me to Starbucks and I was like, you guys, like if the keys aren't here, like just feel free to leave me. I will figure it out. Like I really don't want to derail your day. And so we get to Starbucks. We look all over the parking lot. We look, I go ask, like they looked everywhere with me and they're like, are you I'm like, you guys can go. And they're like, are you sure? Like we don't want, I'm like, I'm going to have to like sit here and make a bunch of phone calls. And like, there's no reason for you to like continue to disrupt your day and your trip by sitting here with me like to, you're a stranger you don't even know I'm like you can go and they're like okay well like well, I hope you figure things out like I'm so sorry but I'm like it's fine like you guys I will figure it out so that's when I call Hertz and I'm like hey what uh what do I do I lost my car keys and here's the thing that I was going to talk about earlier and also later but I ended up last minute booking a Hertz car literally on my flight there I decided to book a Hertz car because I had booked with pay less car rental and I was looking up reviews I got a really bad gut feeling about them on my flight looking up reviews horrible reviews and I was like why are they so much cheaper than everybody else they quoted me at like 375 for the week and I was, everybody else was like five six seven eight hundred and when I was looking them up they were saying that they like will double your cost like when you go to actually book the, when you get there they'll double your cost and they'll throw on a young renter fee and blah 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 and I was like oh fuck me and I don't rent cars a lot so I wasn't really sure about any of this Honestly, I don't know if I've ever rented one solely on my own. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. And so on the car ride there, I like, or on the flight ride, flight there, I did a ton of research on rental cars. Essentially figured out that if I got a whole Hertz Gold membership and then use my AAA, that it would be cheaper. So I end up rebooking through Hertz. Okay. 
I am so glad that I booked through Hertz because first of all, being a gold member, they praise you. They love you. And so then when I called them, they're like super helpful. And I like explained the whole situation to her and she was like, okay, um, okay so I'm going to, we're going to have to charge you for a new set of keys. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And then she was like, and then we'll have to get a tow. And she was like, and you'll have to tow the car to San Diego. And then I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why? There's a Hertz in Palm Springs. That's like 30 minutes from here. Why can't I go there? She's like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry, but like, you have to go to San Diego. And I was like, you want me, you want me to tow my car three hours? And then, and then what? Like, are you going to give me a new car? She just, that was, (laughs) that was what set me off. Like at that point, I'm like, oh, fuck me. Like this, this is much, this is becoming a very big ordeal. Cause I'm like, I have AAA, so I know that I can get a tow covered, but I don't think they're going to cover a tow for three hours. And then three hours back. Like, I don't think they're going to do that. And so she was like, and we'll, we'll t- we can tow your car through Hertz um, and it'll charge you mileage. And I was like, uh, okay. And then I was like, I have AAA. She's like, okay, well, maybe call your AAA and then call me back. And I was like, okay. So I call my AAA. The man on the phone, um, God bless AAA. I'm glad I have them. But the man on the phone was <laughs> an idiot. Okay. I'm sorry. He was whispering. Mind you, I'm on a street corner. Like, I'm in the parking lot of Starbucks on a busy-ass street corner. Like, I need you to speak up, sir. So I ask him to speak up. Ask him to speak up. And he's, like, still whispering. I'm like, dude, give me, give, please talk louder. And finally, I was, like, trying to explain that. I'm like, I'm not at my car, but my car is in Joshua Tree National Park. I'm in 29 Palms at the Starbucks. And so he's just like, okay, um, dispatch is going to be there in 45 minutes with the tow truck. Um, Thank you so much. And starts to hang up. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa where's dispatch going or like where's this tow truck going and he was like you said the national park sir do you know what how big a national park is where are you sending them which entrance where what and i'm like it's not even like i can call them from if i'm in the park i can't even call them because i'm like i don't have service so i'm like what i'm like okay can he can the tow truck driver pick me up at starbucks and he was like no they can't do that and i'm like all right so I'm gonna uber in there I guess but then also please tell me where you're sending them and I'm like it's at Skull Rock he said okay great thank you hangs up and I'm like what is happening and mind you at this point is when I think that I have to get a tow all the way from San Diego I'm uh, tears have started like I've held myself together this entire time I'm like it's fine it's fine it's fine and then I'm like this is overwhelming this is a lot I don't know what I'm gonna do and I'm on the phone with my sister trying to explain it. I'm just crying after I hang up with AAA. I'm crying. My contact falls out of my eye. Like just a cherry on top. My fucking contact just falls out. I have nothing. All I had on me, forgot this whole key part. All I took with me was my belt bag. I left everything in the car. And you know what I did with the car? I left the car unlocked. My gut told me to left the, leave the car unlocked with all of my stuff in it. That was probably so stupid. Like I could... I had all my camera gear. Like, I literally took nothing with me except my wallet and my belt bag and my phone. And I was like, so I hope nobody robs me. Because um, I didn't think, I really thought we were going to get to Starbucks, find my keys, and then they'd take me back. No. No, 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 no. So, I go, I have to go in the Starbucks bathroom, rinse out my contact with water, which is just so painful to put, put it back in. All that happens. Just a cherry on top, making me cry. Then I come back out, and the tow truck driver calls me. He's like, hey what is going on? Or like, what is, what do you need? And I was like, I, I need to get towed to San Diego. And he was like, why the fuck do you need towed to San Diego? And I was like, I don't know. That's what Hertz told me. And he was like, tell them to fuck themselves essentially. And he was like, call them back. They're bullying you. He's like, tell them that you need to go to the nearest Hertz. He's like, if I drive you to San Diego, he's like, I will, if you want me to, if I drive you to San Diego, you're looking at a 700 to $1,000 charge. And I, he's like, your AAA is going to cover about a hundred. Like you are looking at almost a thousand dollars to get your car towed. And I'm like, I mean, not ideal. No, I'd rather not do that. And he was like, call Hertz back, figure this out and then call me back. And I was like, okay, God bless I, small towns, like small towns where they actually care about you. This guy was like, I don't want to charge you that much. I'm like, okay, God bless. Call Hertz back. It's a new lady. Give her my case number. Explain the whole thing. And she's like, what the fuck? And I was like, what? And she was like, why did they tell you that you have to go to San Diego? I said, I don't know. She's like, you do not need to go to San Diego. I'm like, okay well then where the can i go to palm Springs? she's like absolutely she walks me through the whole fucking thing and she's like literally call your AAA, have them cover the tow tow you to the nearest um airport which is palm springs drop you off take your stuff go in 
they'll give you a new car for free. All we're going to charge you for is $250 for the lost keys. Uh, check, check, and check. Sounds great to me, woman. So I called the tow truck back. I explained the whole thing. And he's like, okay, cool. I was like, can you pick me up at Starbucks? And he was like, yes. And I was like, thought so. Thank you. So he picks me up at Starbucks. We go in. The, and he is just the coolest dude. Like, coolest fucking dude. And we were just shooting the shit. And I'm like, I am so sorry. And we're like talking. And he's like saying this happens all the time and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, God, at this point, like, I've just convinced myself that the keys are in the car. But I'm like, there's no way because it says no key detected. So there's no way the keys are in the car. Like, it's just, if it says it over and over and over again, like, I'm going to believe it. And then he's explaining to me that he's like, you better hope that you're parked in a good spot. He's like, we're in a tow truck, like a fucking semi. He's like, you, I, I'm not, I, he's like, I see that you're smiling and you're keeping a, like, good positive attitude. But he was like, be prepared. We might not be able to tow your car. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So we're like getting up there and uh, he's like, yeah, see, look at this fucking shit show of people, this clusterfuck. And I said, oh, yeah, my car is in that clusterfuck. And he's like, oh, great. And then he's like, just please tell me you're not this white car that we're on the right. I said, oh, no, that's me. I'm the white car for sure. That's me. He was like, all right. um, So we're going to park this car and we are going to hope to God you pray to everyone that you believe in and hope that we find your car keys because I don't think I can tell you out. And I was like, awesome. So we are digging around and then there was one car parked in front of me and then no cars behind me. He's like, and stand, he's like, stand in that open spot, make sure nobody parks there. And then we'll have to wait for this car to leave. But let's dig around in your car while we're waiting. We dig around everywhere. Okay. When I, when we first got there, got in, tried starting it three more times, still says key not detected an error, like won't start. So I'm like, okay, keys are not here. Like, I don't know what to do. So I better hope that he can tow me out. Mans gets in the car, big dude. So he pushes the seat back, tries to start it. It fucking starts. And I'm like, I literally was in the trunk digging around and I looked at him. I said, what the fuck? And he was like, I don't know, but it means the keys are here. So let's fucking find them. So at this point, I've gone through hours of turmoil. I've called a tow truck. I'm about to get charged for more keys. And you're telling me that the keys were in here the whole fucking time. Okay, cool. Sounds like sounds like something I would do. And so he <laughs> we are just digging around everywhere. Come to find out they'd fallen in the side of my seat between my seat and the center console. I'm like in a tiny little Nissan Versa. So it's like a very compact car. And it must have been however they had fallen. Like maybe like the metal was like blocking the transmission, like the transmitting thing that it would like let it start. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but essentially they were inside of my car. And I looked at him. I was like, I am so sorry. And he's like, dude, you're fine. Like this happens all the time. Like I'm just he's like now i'm gonna be off work in time and i don't have to drive you to san diego and i don't have to drive you everywhere like i can go i'm like seriously thank you like you also made this experience like way less horrible and i'm like i just really appreciate your help and so if you're in joshua tree you need a tow truck go to his hills towing i think it was absolutely wonderful um so yeah my car my keys were in the car the whole time and at that point it's like yeah i've had a good day like i've had a good trip today's my last day my flight's tomorrow I think I'm done like I normally I, I was just so over it I was like I've I held myself together I kept a calm mind except for like probably five minutes of it when I cried but like I held myself together so well and I'm very proud of that and I dealt with the situation I did what I had to do I hitchhiked I called which I hate phone calls if you know me I hate calling people I called the hurts a million times I called AAA I called the towing company like I called everyone and I figured this out on my own and I am beyond proud of myself for that but the fact that it was that dramatic and that big of a fucking ordeal when the cars keys are keys were in the car the whole time cool cool so embarrassing dumb but also necessary for human growth right right that's what I'm gonna tell myself I'm gonna tell myself that I needed that I needed I needed to experience all of that to like you know really learn so lesson learned there, um, a lot of them, but key thing, have hurts, rent car through hurts, have hurts gold and have AAA when you're traveling. Okay. So that was essentially my trip. I know that that took up literally 30 minutes, but that story is iconic and I feel like we can learn a lot from it. We can take a lot from that. So necessary life update. Now we can finally get into the travel tips. And I feel like there were some travel tips in there. So that was why I wanted to include the whole story. And also, I just love a good, long storytelling life update. But I broke 
all of this down into some sections. But one more thing before we get into that. Giveaway is still live, you guys. Giveaway is still live until May 1st. If you want to enter, go leave a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts. And then screenshot your favorite episode and share it to your Instagram stories and tag that's all pod. And you're literally going to be entered in a giveaway for a Stanley Tumblr win-win. And also a very, very, very exciting update that I cannot wait to tell you about. Uh, merch is coming. Okay. Merch is coming. Trucker hats, hot pink trucker hats are coming next Friday, March 17th, 12 p.m. Eastern. They are coming. And if you follow my Instagram or you follow the podcast Instagram, which if you don't follow them, what are you doing? But if you follow them, you will have probably already have seen photos of them. I've been kind of teasing them for a little bit, but I finally picked them all up yesterday. They are ready for selling. We're launching next Friday. So if you want a That's All podcast, hot pink and white trucker hat, be ready for that launch because it is very limited quality. And they're probably, I'm from the sounds of it, I think they're going to sell out pretty quickly. I hope they sell out. So if you want them, be on it. They're launching 12 p.m. Eastern on March 17th, next Friday. Okay. All the announcements, all the life updates. Let's get into it. This is definitely gonna be a two-part episode now because we are 40 minutes in, almost 35 minutes in. And I broke this down into sections. So we have planning the trip, which is then broken down into sections. And then we have like actually going on the trip, which is broken down into sections. So what we're gonna start with is planning the... Just shook my entire kitchen table. We're going to start with planning the trip, okay? So when you're traveling, there is a huge difference between travel and vacation. For me, I am a travel. I like to travel. I'm not a huge lover of a, a vacay. Yes, they can be one and the same. Traveling and vacation can be one and the same. But I feel like there's like two ways to think about it. You want to travel and you want to see stuff. You want to do stuff. You want to be moving. You want to be like on the fly. Vacation is like... I think of like resorts for vacation. Like you want to go on vacation. You want to sit. You want to relax. You want to just drink and do nothing and sit in the sun. Typically. That's how I view a vacation. Or if it's like wintertime, you just want to sit and do nothing. I don't typically love a vacation. I don't like sitting. I don't like doing nothing. That's not for me. I like to travel. I like to be busy. I like to be moving. I like to be constantly doing something. And so for me... Like I said, I like to travel and I feel like travel is typically more so on a budget. You're not always having the super nice amenities. You really just want to see the world, experience new cultures, get experiences. Vacation, like you're way more about the details. You are planning things like you're going to a resort. You've planned out how you're getting your tra- your transportation from the airport to the resort, what you're going to do at the resort, where you're staying. Like you have that planned out in advance for me. And it's like, it's a way to be, it, you want it to be relaxing and you want it to not be stressful. I like to travel by the seat of my pants. I like to travel with no plan in mind. I'm just fucking, I booked a flight and let's go. We'll figure it out. So I feel like before you even take a trip, you're planning the trip. What do you want? Do you want to be on vacation or do you want to travel? Set that intention right away so that then when you start figuring out places to go, then you know what's going to work for you. So then you start brainstorming places to go. Whether maybe you already have somewhere in mind. Maybe you're scrolling through Pinterest and you see a cool photo and you're like, I need to go there. Maybe you're on Instagram and something comes up on your reels and it's like, uh, like this place you need to go see. Maybe that's where you want to go. Maybe some friend recommended somewhere. You're Googling. Maybe you have family somewhere. Like that's, that's how I start planning trips. But with in mind, like, do I want a vacation or do I want to travel? Do I want to do it solo? Do I want to do it with somebody? Do I want to go somewhere that I know people so I can stay with them? Am I prepared to spend money on a hotel or an Airbnb? Am I going to sleep in my car? Am I going to road trip? And am I going to fly? Like this is when you start breaking down all those details. And like you actually have to think about these things. This is about the only time I think. Okay. (laughs) When it comes to traveling, it's about the only time my brain is actually pumping. Okay. Is when I'm like, what do I want? Maybe you don't know what you want. That's fine too. And then we'll get into that. But my biggest thing is when you're planning your schedule, be flexible. Stay open-minded. You don't have to have everything planned out to a T. But mind you, if you're going on a vacation where you have to resort and you have to, maybe you do have to plan out to a T. Personally, for me, I don't like to plan things out to a T. I don't like to have a plan for my day. As you can tell by my trip recap, I had no idea what the fuck was going on or what I was going to do. So you don't have to plan everything out. 
another big thing when it comes to planning the trips is travel credit cards. So I'm only going to speak a little bit on this because obviously I'm not a finance guru and I don't want to talk about this like I know totally what I'm talking about, but I will say I do have a pretty good grasp on it. And so I want to break it down a little bit. Travel credit cards. You need them. If you like to travel, you need a travel credit card. That is a, that's a non-negotiable. You can be flying for free. I, for the first, probably like 20, age, age 20 and 21, so the last like two years, I like didn't pay for like any flights, maybe a few, but I like paid for no flights because I got the Southwest Rapids Reward credit card. So I got the Southwest Rapids Reward credit card, I think at the end of 20, I keep hitting the table and shaking everything. I got the Southwest card at the end of 2020 and that was after I had had a like starter student credit card for like a year. So I got approved for it. So I have the Southwest Rapid Rewards card. And I spent everything on, I put everything on there, everything, every dollar I was spending business and personal, I was putting on this credit card so that I could rack up points. The thing was when you get credit cards, they typically have a bonus. So you have to spend like $3,000 in the first three months or $4,000 in the first three months or something. This one I think was $2,000 in the first three months, something like that. So I put all that on there and then you get the bonus points. So I think it was like 60,000 bonus points. Or I actually don't remember because it was like years ago, two years ago, but that's how I was paying for flights is I was literally always having points to pay and fly with Southwest. So I love Southwest because it's super easy change and no like no change fees, no cancellation fees. Like you can cancel your flight at the last minute. You can change your flight. Like just you have to have, there's no like extra cost to change things. And so for me, that's always been really nice. Also, they have a free carry on free check bag, two free check bags, free personal item. So that's with Southwest. And I also have the Chase Sapphire preferred credit card which I got last March so I've had it about a year now this one is also huge this one Southwest is just Southwest points Chase is you rack up Chase points and then you can push those out to different travel partners and so for Chase you can this is just off the top of my head things that I know like you can book hotels you can book I don't know if you can book Airbnbs. I don't think so. You can book hotels, but you can push those points out to Southwest. You can transfer them to Southwest. You can transfer them to Delta. You can transfer them to United, American. I don't know what other airlines, but like tons of airlines. So if you rack up Chase Point, if you don't like to stick to a specific airline, so you're like, I don't want to only fly Southwest. Like I want to have more freedom and I want to have more freedom with what to do with the points and not just for flights. Chase Sapphire Preferred. I think it's a $95 annual fee. Oh, also the... Rapid Rewards card is a $69 annual fee. This one's a $95 annual fee. And so I got that last March and I think I had to spend like 4,004 months, 3,004 months, spent that. And then I got the 60,000 bonus points. And so I had that on top of all the money that I was putting on the card and getting the points. Literally like you can get so much. When I had my whole flight ordeal in December when my flight got canceled and on Southwest and I had to rebook I literally could pay with points through Chase even though Southwest fucked me and they were canceling all their flights and I was like okay I have Chase to fall back on all I have to do is um transfer those points to Delta and, or American and I booked an American flight so you need travel credit cards if you're traveling a lot okay I promise you it is so worth it obviously if you're not good with your money and you don't know how to have a credit card maybe be a little more careful but the thing with credit cards is do you just spend the money that you have and then you just pay it off? Like, I promise you can figure it out. Like, they don't have to. I was terrified of credit cards. I was terrified of being in debt. I was terrified of interest. I've only got charged interest once and it was like 30 bucks because I literally forgot to pay my card because I got busy. Like, wh- whatever. Otherwise, I've never paid interest because I just pay off the credit card. So, yeah, they have a high interest rate, which I feel like is people are like, oh, like, especially on TikTok. I always see people talking about credit cards and they're like, they have a humong- like super high interest rate. That's so stupid well just pay it off just pay it off don't use your credit card i'm talking you use this credit card like your debit card only spend what you have money for and then that's it um and then the third credit card i just got it literally yesterday is the delta amex business reserve and they have like the normal reserve but i got the business card for my business um and this card okay this is a uh way bigger card i think the annual fee is like 550 um so definitely a lot more but so many perks i'm not gonna like dive into every single perk but um there's a ton there's a lot there's a lot of perks on this card and so and by having this card 
I can get Delta Sky Miles. And the thing is, I kind of want to switch over to flying Delta more. So with Southwest Chase and the Amex Delta card, now I have I can fly like all of these with points. So for me, that's what is going to work best, I feel like. And then I'm probably slowly going to phase out of using my Southwest card as much and more so focus on my Chase and my Delta card so that I can rack up those because Chase can go to Delta if I want it to, but I don't have to like just be on or Chase can go to Southwest if I want it to, but not just be Southwest, but good to have them all. Um, when you get the cards, make sure you're putting enough on it that you get the bonus. Like that's the whole perk of the card is that you like get that big bonus. So if you don't think you're going to spend $4,000 in three months, ask your family, like, can I put your family's buying something or you're going on a trip with friends and it's like, okay, let me put everything on my card and then you guys can pay me back. Like ask around to your friends and family and be like, Hey, you need to purchase something big, like swipe my card and then just pay me back so that I can get the points. Um, family members, friends probably be willing to do that. As long as you trust them, obviously don't let don't let somebody you don't know put money on your card and then they won't pay you back. But I feel like that's that's the move, okay? Because then you can literally be flying for free, flying for free, staying at hotels for free. It's so 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 worth it. And then when you're looking at cards to get, these are obviously just the cards I have. There are so many out there, but when you're looking at the cards, just think about what can you get out of it. I know with Delta, even just your Sky Miles at all, not even with a credit card, you can hook up, I think Airbnb and Starbucks for sure. And you can book through there and then get like every point you spend on Airbnb, you can get a Sky Mile for. So the thing with the the traveling and the points, it takes a lot of extra work. It takes a lot of extra thinking. It takes a lot of extra time to like figure all this out and figure out all of the details. But if you put that extra time and energy in, you will get so much out of it. Okay. Like do a little bit of extra reach research. It will pay off. Like if I didn't have their credit cards, I wouldn't be flying as much as I do because it wouldn't be for free, but I'm literally flying for free because I just spend the money I would normally spend. So it pays off. You just have to do a little bit of extra work. I also know like, um, the card that I just got the Delta Amex one, they'll reimburse you for TSA pre-check. Like there's so many things. I think my Chase Sapphire, They'll reimburse you for six months of your Instacart plus and let's just like random shit like that. And you can even like shop. They'll have like deals going on like 20% off like Under Armour. I don't think Under Armour. I don't know. But like 20% off like some or like 5% back or something if you use your card. So if you like make an account, actually look through that stuff. It's very, very, very helpful. So for flights, again, we're thinking about the whole time you're planning is like, what is important to you? What do you want out of this trip? Are you, if I smack this kitchen table one more time, I swear, what is important to you? What do you want to get out of this? So do you have a lot of bags? Are you going somewhere where you have a ton of stuff? Maybe look at Southwest because they have two free check bags, carry on and a personal item. Is it a short, short trip? Maybe a budget airline will work for you because you only are going to have a personal item or maybe you just have a carry on is it are you good with just a carry-on because delta united and american include a carry-on i don't think budget airlines include anything except a personal item which is something that can sit under the seat in front of you so if you can travel with one backpack then maybe you can do a budget airline you don't care about the space you have if you're not like six feet tall and you don't care about leg room um it just like think about all of that and then you can kind of look a little bit more into flights Whatever airline you're going to fly on, whatever airlines you do fly on, make an account. Make a Delta Sky Miles account. Make a Southwest Rapid Rewards account. Even if, let's say, you're flying once a year. Doesn't matter. Make the account so that you have it, and then you can start slowly building up points. Um, it doesn't mean you have to be flying a lot, but I think that if you have the account and you're getting points going on there, like, at least you're doing something and you're not just, like, flying. And that's even if you're flying different airlines. That's fine. But, like, you may make the accounts for whatever airline you're flying on when looking for flights hold on I need a drink of water I'm talking too damn much when you're looking for flights let's say you want to fly on southwest so southwest southwest has a low fare calendar with the low fare calendar let's say you want to go I live in Grand Rapids so I want to go GRR to let's say Denver okay so I'm going to type that in and then I'm going to click on their low fare calendar and I know that I want to go in April so I click going in April returning in April then I can look at each day what the flight there would be and then each day of the month what the flight back would be. And then I'm like, oh, well, I, originally I was I wanted to go April 1st to 5th 
but looking at the flights like they're like double the cost that weekend what if i went to the 12th to the 15th okay great now you know and the thing is with travel obviously there are times when they have to be specific dates like if you get specific dates off of work or dates that you're going to see someone you can't always be flexible with the dates but the more flexibility you can have and the more like prior flexible you can be you will be able to get much cheaper and better flights because a lot of times like if you're trying to fly Friday to Sunday like it's going to be more expensive if you can fly Thursday to Tuesday or Tuesday to Thursday or I don't know you're flying weekdays is going to typically be cheaper but you can look at that low fare calendar on Southwest if you know that you want to fly Southwest you have points if you have a lot of bags whatever you can see what's cheapest if you the other the other place to search obviously you can just search directly on the airlines if you know you want to fly Delta you know you want to fly American Frontier whatever you can do that but I have like a burp hold on I'm thinking about my muffin I have over there that I really want to eat the other thing you can do for searching is Google flights. So I was just explaining this to my sister the other day and she had no idea. So I, I think this is the thing is there's things I've like realized or like heard about that I know and seems like normal to me that I forget like other people don't know. So Google flights guys use it. And I feel like everybody always told me to use Google flights. I'm like, okay, but like I want to fly Southwest because I have points like that's not as helpful for me. So it might not be as helpful for you, but with Google Flights, there are so many perks that I feel like I don't hear people talk about with using it, so I'm going to dig into that. If you are looking to go somewhere on a, on a budget and you are very flexible with where you want to go, you just want to go somewhere, you're going to go to the Explore page. I'm going to pull it up so that I can like actually talk you through it while looking at it because I feel like that makes my life easier. So you're going to go to the Explore page. And then in the Explore page, you can type in where you want to go leave from so again it would be grand rapids for me that's the closest airport and then they're going to see the map and you're going to see all these places and you can put in your dates so let's say i want to go it says it already has april 17th to 25th sure so i pull up those dates and then i am scrolling around on the um on the map and i can see everywhere so i, I want to see places in, in the u.s then i just put the map like i zoom out so i'm just seeing the u.s and then i can see all these places so denver is 138 um lincoln nebraska is well omaha nebraska is 278 uh south padre island is 363 for those dates okay so let's say i'm looking at this and i'm like okay new york's only 168 for those dates let's check it out so i click on new york then i'm gonna go to flights so i figure out new york for those dates i click on new york and then you go down on the left side you click on flights and it'll pull up grand rapids to new york april 17th 25th and I'm seeing United is 168. Okay, not bad. Then I'm like, does it get cheaper? Maybe like different dates. So then they have the date grid and then they have the price graph. So I'm going to take a look at the date grid. And it's showing that there's a lot of green dates. Essentially, they'll have like green dates, like neutral color dates, and then red dates. So red dates are obviously more expensive. Green dates are better. So there's a ton of green dates for April. So it'll show like, Friday or it'll show on the top line every day of the week and then on the side every day of the week so I can see if I go Monday April 17th to Tuesday April 25th is 168 but if I go Monday April 17th to Sunday April 23rd it's 228 and so go do this for yourself so you can see what I'm saying because it's kind of hard to explain but essentially you can see which exact dates is the cheapest one of the dates I picked is one of the cheapest so that's great but if I would have picked the 17th to the 27th, that's 293. That's in the red zone. So if I can be flexible with the dates in the places that I'm going, so helpful. So helpful because then you, you're like, oh, I want to go to these dates. It's 293. Like, damn, that sucks. Well, if you just change your dates by a few days, you can get it for 168 instead. So the more flexible you can be, the cheaper and the better travel you can do. And then they also have the price graph, which will show you what I have selected as an eight-day trip. Let's go down to like a five-day trip. And it'll show you sets of dates that are the most expensive so it's like there's a lot of days that are like oh like 168 168 like the 16th to the 21st the 17th to the 22nd and then it jumps and goes up to 260 for the 22nd to the 27th so you can see them in two different ways you can see like the buy exactly the day and then buy like the five-day trip and you can compare prices and then look at different places to fly to so that's when you're using the explore page the other 
nice thing with that is that you can also select if you're willing to drive and you know that there's an airport near you that has better flights. So for me, Grand Rapids is a very small airport. They don't have a lot of cheap flights out of here typically. And if they do, it's a like layover. And so when I want to fly, let's say internationally or somewhere that like I know is going to be more expensive and I don't mind driving a little bit further, I'll look at flights out of Chicago. Chicago is like three hours for me and they'll typically have way cheaper flights. And so that, then if I type that in, then I can compare and just see. So the whole thing is like with Google flights is the more flexible you are, you can just compare and, and pick this place, pick that place, see what the dates are. Like the more flexibility you have, the cheaper and easier it's going to be to travel. So that works for if you know, if you don't know where you want to go and you just want to go on a budget, you can find it on the explore page. But maybe you have the place in mind, like you say you do want to go to New York, but you don't care about the dates. That's when you can use a date grid, the price graph, see the different prices, see what days exactly are cheapest to fly. And then, yeah. And then the other thing is if you have a Chase card and you have Chase points, if you go search through Chase, that's how you can use your rewards points to book your flights, book your hotel, and cheap travel. Like, so my last night of my trip, I ended up at, it was like 7 p.m. and I was like, I need a hotel. And I was like, fuck the Airbnbs. So found a cheap hotel, was searching through Chase, found a cheap hotel. It was like 120 bucks or something. And I was like, I don't really, I don't mind paying some out of pocket. I don't really want to use up all my points. Not all my points, but I didn't want to use up points on that. So I paid with 5,000 points and then paid the rest of my pocket. So it's nice too, because you don't have to like pay all with points. Cause I think Southwest you have, if, if I'm using points, I use points on the entire flight. Like I can't break it up like that. So that's why also why I love chase like rewards. I'm talking so damn much guys. My throat is so dry. Okay. Now we're moving into rental car. So talked about this a little bit earlier, but like I said, I don't typically rent cars because I feel like I'm always like road tripping, but I have a lot of trips this year where I'm going to have to rent a car. After all of my research, what I've discovered is that it hurts 100%. I've heard so many talk about, so many people talk about how great Hertz is and I, I understood that. But when I was searching for rental cars, what I was finding was Hertz was like way more expensive. And I'm like, what the fuck? Also booking cars, you can book cars through Southwest, you'll get points, you can book cars through pay attention to those things too um but hertz was way more expensive like i'm talking like seven eight hundred dollars and then payless was saying 375 and i'm like i cannot justify spending that much on a hertz car like fuck this so i booked payless and then that was when i was like uh, i need to do more research did more research come to find out payless was going to charge me way more at like when i actually get there and with hertz if you get the gold membership literally free to sign up all you have to do is sign up that's it no cost to have a gold membership. Just sign up. So simple. Sign up for a Hertz Gold membership. You are automatically get a discount. I want to, I want to say it's 20%. Could be wrong. Okay. Either way, 15, 10, 15, 20%, still better than nothing. You get a discount. Then if you have AAA, which you, you should have, shout out to my mom who has it and has me on it. You have AAA, you hook up that number to your Hertz account then you get a discount plus no young renter fee. Because if you're under 25, you're going to get a fee no matter where you rent from. Turo is also a really nice option for renting cars. It's like Airbnb for cars. So people rent out their personal cars. It can be cheaper. But if you are a young renter, you're go- it's gonna be you're going to get a fee. You're going to get a fee. So that's the downside with Turo if you're young. But if you are young, you need to rent a car, get Hertz, have a gold membership, have AAA. The total ended up being 475 and the Payless one said it was going to be three seventy five, and there's no way that it was going to be that cheap. So, Hertz and the and when I first searched Hertz, it was showing eight hundred dollars. So definitely recommend Hertz. Do that if you're renting a car, and if you have Hertz Gold, they will be so nice to you. Every time I called them, it was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like you are um, a Hertz Gold member. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And I'm like, oh, okay, I literally signed up like six days ago, but appreciate it no hidden fees. They're just really trustworthy. And again, it'll look a little bit more expensive when you're searching, but I promise you that it will be very worth it if something goes wrong because they will be so nice to you. And I am the type, listen to me, I am the type of person that I assume nothing will go wrong. I I assume it will go wrong, but I also just like don't like plan advance. When I lost my phone this summer, had to pay $800, $900 to replace it because I had no insurance. 
now I have insurance. Like I'm a learn from my mistakes type of person. I don't like to pay for things that I think it's, I don't have Apple care. Like I don't like to, I, if my mom didn't have AAA, I wouldn't have it. Okay. I don't like to do these things in advance. Cause I'm like, Oh, it feels like a waste of money. But when something happens worth it, Came, come to find out, I'm looking at my uh, Delta Amex card uh, benefits yesterday. They will reimburse you for up to $800 of thought, theft or loss or whatever if you lose your phone. So if I would have had my Delta Amex card this summer, they, I would have only spent $100 to replace my lost phone. Nice. Okay. So if you like look into these things, there are so many benefits for quite literally not that much extra work on your end. Like just doing a little bit of research and getting the credit card and then just paying off your card. Like super easy. All right, I'm sorry for the abrupt stop, you guys, but that is the end of part one of my travel tips. The rest of this recording goes on for almost another hour, so I wanted to make sure that I split it into two parts for you guys. So this is part one, and part two will be all the rest of my tips, so make sure you come back next week to listen to that. As always, thank you so much for listening. So happy that you're here. I love you so much. That's all. Bye.